Welcome back to another episode of Culture Shocking. This is episode 165, and the time has come. The week of Thanksgiving, it's here. It doesn't feel like it's here, but it's here. This month has passed quicker than the year. Whole summer has gone by in a blink of an eye. We're in fall. It doesn't even seem like reality at this point. People have Christmas trees up. I see Christmas tree stands. They're going to have Christmas music on the radio soon. We're in full holiday swing, gentlemen. It's just, it's really hard to believe. But we got the, the big obstacle of, of COVID still out there, um, unfortunately. So it's it's been a pretty big uh, hindrance to a lot of people's lives. But what are you guys doing for, for Thanksgiving this week? You guys have any plans? I'm throwing a 40-person rager. I'm impressed. As long as Fauci's invited me. You and Fauci. <laughs> I'll be the first one to show up and the first one to leave. <laughs> Kyle, you got any plans? Um, I'm actually, I uh, just got to Long Island tonight. So I'm with my parents, but it's just us. We're not doing anything else. Nothing big. Um, what about you, Nick? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the same exact thing as you. I'm just having it with my parents. Um, but the good news is I'm a good-ass cook. The food's going to be good regardless. What do you want to make? You got to make the full the full works. You got to have the turkey. You got to have the mashed potatoes, the sweet potato casserole, the cranberry sauce, stuffing, the green beans. You got to have you got to have it all. Gravy, the pumpkin pie. If there's no whipped cream on your pumpkin pie, then please don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, well, I I'm impressed. I didn't know you could cook all that. Oh uh, yeah, dude. My mom taught me well. I gotta I gotta show up. Hey, next time you come over, I'm poisoning your food, B. Good <laughs> shit. Not if I poison you first. Nolan, <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? Uh, I'm just eating food. <laughs> <laughs> with who? That's what you would do. <laughs> with who, Nolan? Just with the fam. Nothing, nothing too special, you know. So... Is uh, yeah. Zelana coming back? Yeah, she came back uh, Friday. So she's home for a decent amount. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the good news is with Thanksgiving, we all know football. There's no better way to cap it off than having a great meal. And in the midst of that, being able to watch football throughout the day, starting at 1230. Um, uh, all the way to all the way to eight o'clock at night. It's always it's always uh, a pleasure to watch. But we'll we'll hit that after we do our our recap of of week eleven. And Kyle, dude, listen, it, I I was once the once the, the Jets blocked the punt. I had flashbacks of the Dolphins game, and I thought it was going to be really ugly. I held my breath. They took the lead. They took a giant lead, over twenty point lead. And they just slowly, the Jets slowly started to chip away at it. And my heart slowly began to sink. And I thought they were going to blow it again. But they they stuck it out. Herbert looked good. Uh, Keenan Allen went off. Great offensive game. Defensively, they're just not solid. Joey Boza was, you know, back this game. He played pretty good. But I just can't take it anymore. Kyle, I got to say congratulations, though. You guys did it again. You lost. Isn't that what you're hoping for? Thank you. Thank you. And I was going to say, you guys did not make it easy on us because there were times watching that game where it was like, I was thinking, oh, my God, they're going to win. <laughs> they're really going to win. And then I have to say, Joe Flacco, he came through. He always does. And he had that big pick six. Um, he had those big uh, those big um, missed. Um, I think they were receivers. They were wide open. He missed them. And uh, it looked like they were going to come back and win that game. And thank God they didn't. And they're still... It's still holding strong for that number one pick, even though Jacksonville's right on their tail. So we'll see. But, uh, speaking of missing wide open receivers, I'm just going to hedge over to this real fast before we get into the Eagles game. Tom Brady was missing missing a lot. Of Who is he throwing to on that last play? 
I think there were four or five. Throw in the Belichick, B. Yeah, throw <laughs> four or five significant misses in that game, and he's just a sore loser, as we've seen with uh, with Nick Foles. He's just – I do not consider that guy to be a great leader. Um, he's a conqueror rather than a leader. Um, fuck Tom Brady. I'm glad he's off the Patriots. I'm not a Patriots fan specifically because of this man. And if I were a Bucks fan, I would consider changing to a different team just for the time being so you guys don't have to suffer to, to see that piece of shit play quarterback. <laughs> but, uh, Nolan, watching the Eagles, dude, I was watching it with you. It's just – it's like pulling teeth, honestly. I know it was raining, but it's like pulling teeth. Uh, yeah. It's just one of those seasons. Um, I mean, they had this problem, like, in the past two years, but – they turned it around at the end and made like a decent playoff run. Um, I mean, they still have a chance this year, but they just don't have the team this year. They're not a good team. Um, so, I mean, who knows with that? But um, Wentz isn't playing well. There's no O line play. Um, receiver, the coaching, it's just the, the whole team is just not playing well. And I mean, they got a tough stretch. I think they play Seattle, the Packers, the Saints, and then the, the Cardinals. So, I mean, we'll see how big of an issue the locker room is after these four games are up. Um, so, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, they're definitely not out of it, but, like, I'm kind of, like, stuck in the middle. Like, I don't want them to make the playoffs as they look right now because they'll just lose. Um, but then if they lose out, then they'll get a good draft pick. So, it's – it's I don't really know. It's, it's uh, rough waters. <laughs> So before we move off the Eagles, I want to ask you something. Has the end of the Carson Wentz era come? That's what I want to know. Um, so me personally, I think he deserves another year at least. Um, he's, I think it's a, it's a combination of this year, yet yeah, he hasn't played well. But the past two years, he was riddled with um, – injuries surrounding him like um last year he had no receivers whatsoever he i think he had nobody have nobody had more than 500 yards i don't think um so that's like a huge issue you have no chemistry receivers um and then this year or uh, and then the year before obviously injuries to the o-line and just him in general and having foes like at your neck wasn't really that beneficial so i think that's a big problem um, but it's not like an excuse to how he's playing this year. I mean, it's it's bad, but I think he also needs a a, a good coach, um, an offensive coach, because um, they really haven't had a, a quarterback coach, an offensive coordinator, really, because um, Doug Peterson is in charge of that. So I think they need just somebody to come in and maybe somebody he's familiar with and try to get them back on track, because he definitely still has the talent. He just isn't himself, which is obvious if you're watching him play. So, But – that doesn't mean that I don't think they would move on. Um, if they lose out, win three games, I could definitely see it how they could trade him to somebody. Um, he's definitely not going to get cut because it's he has too much guaranteed, but um, definitely possible. But I think that'd be a mistake. Watching, I don't know, just watching Carson Wentz, you can blame not having receivers. You can blame injuries and whatnot i just don't see yes it was raining like i completely understand that aspect of the game it's very difficult to throw a wet football but especially the the some of the decision making that was going on was just very poor i i i don't i wouldn't trust that guy as far as i could throw him and i can't throw him very far so if I were an Eagles fan, I would not want to see Carson once next year because you already know what he's capable of at his best, and I just – I don't know if, if that's the, the future direction that they should go. But I will say the the Cowboys game was super interesting because – Watching Dalton come back, you see all this shit about the Cowboys and everything, and they're fighting for a division that is rather abysmal right now. And it's anybody's game, honestly, and the scary thing is every single team has got three wins. So that was a huge win for them, and I really thought that the Vikings were a better team than that, especially playing a team that 
is kind of down and out. But there's another team where quarterback just isn't that great. Kirk Cousins is is a, a good quarterback, but not a great quarterback. He'll get you what you need, but he won't get you to where you want to be. You think the, the Eagles are going to win the division, Nolan? Uh, they if they win one of these next four games, yes. If not, no. But I mean, that's an obvious statement. But that, I mean, that division is crazy because you have all four teams are right there. I think they're pretty much tied for first place. Yeah, I honestly probably would want either the Giants or Cowboys to win because I mean they would get a, a shit draft pick. And I don't think they're that they're they're not that good at all. Both teams, so I mean, hopefully that's the case. But it was a surprise. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think the Vikings were gonna lose it like that. So, like, what happened there? Because they were they were doing so well. They beat the Packer the Packers, and they were on a roll. And then all of a sudden, they go you know into Washington, and Washington just kills them. I don't know what happened there. I really don't. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. That that Joe Burrow injury was just gut wrenching to see, especially when you see a kid progressing and oh, yeah. finally getting to the NFL and uh, yeah. all eager and everything. It was like ACL, MCL, and yeah, other damage too. They said it was pretty similar to what Wentz did. So that's not good. Oh no, you're right. Sorry, I missed. I I confused the game. Sorry, I meant. Uh, I didn't mean Washington. I meant uh, the, the Cowboys, the Vikings, who were playing, and they lost. That's my bad. Yeah, the that I don't know. I was surprised by by that, but Washington, the Washington defense isn't that bad. They just I don't know. Once they took the skins out of the name, they just kind of shit the bed. Actually, they shit the bed with it too. It doesn't matter. Um, are there any games that you guys wanted to talk to before we move on to the Week Twelve picks? Yeah. Uh, hold on. That real quick, please hold. Colts game is kind of <laughs> interesting. Um, the yeah, I just want to do that too, real quick. The uh, Rams Bucks, um, with the Rams, I still think that they're not a contender yet. Um, I think it's more so that the Bucks are a big fraud. Um, Brady and them. Yeah, yeah, Brady and them. I mean, they just they, their offense is just very vanilla, very slow. They just they just don't look right, you know. And come playoff time, that's not going to really get you anywhere. So uh, I'd be shocked if they even made it to the NFC Championship game. I don't think they have a chance of making it unless they have some major improvements. Um, but we'll see with the Rams. I mean, they they have a shot here and there, but I just I just don't see it yet. Um, but then yeah, the Packers. Oh, actually, no, no, the other game, not the Packers, Colts. The uh, the Dolphins, Broncos. That oh, that's the, yeah. I was talking about, about to talk about too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So then I'll talk about the Colts game real quick. Um, no, no, so, you talk about that one. I was just saying that I was oh, exactly right. <laughs> gonna pick that exact same one. Yeah. So the Dolphins, uh, Broncos. That came out of nowhere. Um. I mean, the Dolphins were up early, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and the Broncos just laid it on them. Um, Tua got benched, supposedly. Um, wasn't injury-related. He had, I think, 100, under 100 yards. So it'll be interesting to see, I guess, how they play next week because they're still unsure, I think, with Tua. And you saw how easy he got yanked. Like, if, if that's your starting quarterback, like, you keep him in and let him learn from that, you know? Yeah. So... I don't know what's going to happen there because uh, they definitely have a shot to do stuff. I think they play the Jets and then the Bengals next two games, I think. So they definitely easily can make the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see how that kind of turns out because it's also just like a tryout for Tua to be on the team still, I think. Right. That's It's so funny because that was the exact game I was going to pick because like what happened there? The Dolphins were going – they were really riding hot. And then all of a sudden, the Broncos come in. They just destroyed. I mean, not destroyed them, but they took them down. And at no point in that game did I think the Dolphins were going to win. So. Yeah, and and the Broncos. I mean, they played really good. Like I didn't see that coming at all. So. Right. And then 
I guess since you talked about that one, the, the other one I wanted to mention real quick then is the Ravens game because the Ravens are a team that I thought like they they're supposed to have championship aspirations and they're supposed to add this you know stud quarterback in Lamar Jackson and they just can't compete against these top teams and not even top because like I don't consider Tennessee like a top team. I know that they're seven and three, but they've had some bad losses. They don't look that good, but they just could not stop the run. I mean. Derrick Henry, which just came out of nowhere and just could not be stopped, especially in the fourth quarter in overtime. Yeah, I think it's interesting. There's really only two teams in the NFL that are clear-cut for, I guess, who you would say at this point is the best team, and it's the Chiefs and the Steelers. Those two teams are week in and week out, usually, you know, pretty consistent. The Raiders the Raiders are, are, are playing them tough, obviously, Divisionally, you know, you know the bad blood between the two teams and what that brings. But I think both of those teams are are probably the best in my eyes. Everybody else is kind of it's up for grabs. I, I don't know what it's going to come down to, but it's uh, interesting to see people riding high on on certain teams at the beginning of the season and then changing their their direction once they see what happens. But anyway, let's get into uh, the week twelve picks. I'll start with the Thanksgiving Day games. Um. Nolan, you want to do it or do you want me to do it? Yeah, I'll do it. Um, hopefully, Glug joins eventually to get his picks at the end. So, all right. So, uh, <laughs> so first game, Thanksgiving. I'll just pull them up real quick. All right. So, uh, 12.30. Um, Texans at the Lions. Um, Lions put up a stinker last week. That was a game, too, I was surprised with. Uh, so, because of that, I'm going to pick the Texans, I think. I think the Texans win it. And I think... I saw a stat and said I think Deshaun Watson I think was the best quarterback since like week five, I think. So that's an interesting stat because they started off pretty slow. Um, Texans. Yeah, Deshaun, Deshaun's been playing really well. Um, I'm going to go with the Texans also. I, I wouldn't trust the Lions for shit unless they were playing, I don't know, the Skins or the Bengals or some shit. Yeah. Um... Something in my gut is telling me to go with the Lions, but all reason and rationale tells me I can't go with the Lions. Um, so I have to go with the Texans. All right, next game, we got the uh, 430. Every year I got to watch the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. It's annoying. <laughs> uh, so you got Washington at the Cowboys. Ah, this is tough. I'm going to pick Washington. I think they're just a more well-rounded team. And, uh, yeah, but I think it'll be close. So, I got Washington. Uh, defensively, Washington is really great. Um, pass rush is pretty good. I think I'm going to toss it up to Washington also. I think it's going to be a, a close game. Um, but the quarterback situation in, in Dallas is just a fat question mark. So, I'm going with Washington. Um, I'm going with Dallas, actually. I was very impressed with them. I saw a lot of fire, and they looked like they wanted to play and they wanted to win, which I was surprised because, you know, all the media has been talking about is how they don't care and they've turned on the coach, but they looked like a team that wanted to win to me. So I'm going with Dallas. All right, uh, next game. So next game is interesting because I'm not sure if you guys heard, but there's been a whole COVID thing with the Ravens. Um, I think they had like 10 people have COVID. I know that Ingram and Dobbins are out. Um, so I don't know if they're going to play. So that's a night game on Thursday. Um, but if they do, uh, I'm picking Pittsburgh, I think. I mean, they're undefeated. And I think the Ravens are just on a downhill spiral. But they always come pretty close. So I don't think it'll be a blowout. But I got Pitt. I got Pitt, too. Whether, I don't know, Lamar Jackson is just a – a fun quarterback to watch, but I wouldn't want him as a quarterback on my team. So I'm going with, with Pittsburgh. That defense has been playing really good. Yeah. I mean, how could you not go with Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh is clear in a way the best team in the NFL. Not once have they lost this year, and not once have I thought they were going to lose because they, were they weren't in any position to lose. They're just too good. Um, Roethlisberger, you know, Roethlisberger is back this year, and he's just lighting a fire into the team. So it's got to be Pittsburgh. All right, 
Next, we got the Chargers at the Bills. Uh, I'm going to pick the Bills here, but I do think it might be close. Um, I mean, the Chargers have a really good offense, obviously with Herbert and, and the boys. So, But I got Buffalo still. I think the Chargers have a great offense, but their defense is just their downfall. I mean, look what the Jets ended up doing later mm-hmm. in the latter half of that game. So I'm going to go with Buffalo on this one. I, I don't have any faith in the Chargers' defense holding up. Yeah, um, I mean, I really like the way that Herbert's been playing. I've been very open about that. And they were talking now that, you know, now that um, Burrow is out, they said Herbert is the clear favorite for uh, rookie of the year. But I still think that the Bills uh, have a better team, even though they came off that big loss against the Cardinals last uh, the week before, the last one they played. So I'm going to take the Bills here. But I wouldn't be surprised if Herbert plays well in the car or the, uh, you know, the Chargers pull it out. That would be nice. All right. Next, we got the Cardinals at the Pets. Um, I'm going to pick the Pets here. I think the Cardinals, the Kyler Murray is a little shaken up. Um, and I think the Pats, you know, they got to win this game. And I just, I just think they're – just going to pull it out. So I got the New England here. Yeah, Kyler Murray is shaken up, but I, I don't know. I haven't really done any research on that, so I don't know how bad it is. Um, do, do you know if he practiced this week yeah, or if he took yeah. days he, off? He, he's going to play, um, but it's definitely going to bother him, I'm pretty sure. I mean, the problem with that is one hit could send him back to where he was. Um I don't know. I really kind of want to pick Arizona with this one, but it, my gut's just telling me to pick the Pats because I'm going to regret it, but I'm going to pick the Pats. I have such a hard time picking against the Patriots because you always get burned betting against Bill <laughs> Belichick, but all all logic dictates that the Cardinals should win this game. Kyler Murray should be able to handle um, a defense that is not that good. All right, next we have the Dolphins at the Jets. I'm picking the Finns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's obvious. I got the Finns. So, at some point... Yeah, I was going to say, up. yeah, eventually it's going to happen, Kyle. <laughs> the Jets are going to get a win, and they're going to get the second overall <laughs> pick, and Jacksonville's going to get the first, and they're going to get... Uh, you fields, yep, I was about to say they're going to get Fields. And he's going to be terrible. And we're going to have to see Trevor Lawrence be the best quarterback in a generation. So, and that being said, I don't think that one win is going to come against the Dolphins. Um, so, I'm going to take the Dolphins this week. Ooh. Dolphins. <laughs> Surprise. Who is that? <laughs> Watching the... Uh... Watch the movie, The Fam, set right. myself in my diet today. Fam, we don't give a fuck. All right, let's go. All right, look, look, real quick. I got, got some games just to pick the winners real quick. Texans at the Lions. Houston. Uh, Washington at the Cowboys. I'll take Dallas. Ravens at the Steelers. Uh, I'll take the Steelers if the Steelers even play that game because Baltimore, as you know, has multiple COVID Um infections on that team including both running backs Mark Ingram uh, and Vicky Dobbins uh, Chargers at the Bills go Buffalo go and then Cardinals at the Pats um, I will take Arizona in that game alright and now what do you got for the Dolphins Jets do I have to speak or no no you got the Finns alright Kyle What's up? Who you got, B? For Joaquin. The Dolphins at the Jets. <laughs> I just picked that, didn't I? Oh, you did? I'm, yeah. I, I got lost with Gluck interfering. All right. No. So we're good. All right. Uh, I was <laughs> on time. You guys just started ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. All right. We got, so we got the Giants at the Bengals. Uh, if Burrow was playing this game, I'd probably pick the Bengals. I just don't think they're going to win. Um, hopefully they do, but I'm going to pick the Giants here. Yeah, I'm picking the Giants also. I got to go with the Giants. Um, I, I will take the Giants. And I, I just want to say real quick on the Bengals, um, 
obviously Joe Burrow, best wishes and a full recovery. You look at the Bengal team and they have a lot of cap space. They're one of two franchises with Dallas with the general manager being the owner as well, Mike Brown. In this case, you know, his father, Paul Brown, founded the franchise. Um, they did not address the interior offensive line on that team. I know they sent Quinn Spain. And people were saying, you know, they were going to get Burrow killed with that offensive line, freaking Bobby Hart. Um, and look what happened. It was a play on the left guard center, which caused Burrow's injury. Um, it's very unfortunate. It's the same thing that happened with Cook, who Bill Walsh said, you know, was basically the best quarterback he's ever seen. Um, so two out of the arguably three franchise quarterbacks the Bengals have had, this has happened to. Yeah, so real quick, I also have a question, too. Um, so apparently he's supposed to be recovered, I think, right when the season starts or maybe like a week or two after. If you're the Bengals, would you sit Burrow out for next year? Because odds are you're probably not going to make the playoffs. He's going to go on, definitely he'll go on the pup list, which is the physically unable to perform list. According to the NFL rules, it gives you – um, you you are mandated to miss the first six weeks of it, but you're not you don't count as a you know as a roster player. Or you can come back anytime after that. Um, the, the estimate now is nine to twelve months. So it, I don't think that he's going to be the quarterback in my view on opening day. Hopefully, I'm wrong. They can count. What game were we talking about? Uh, Giants-Bengals. We just picked that. I already, I already picked that, yeah. I already picked the Giants. I have dementia. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Titans, Titans up the Giants. Colts. Um, this one's a little tough. I'm just going with my gut again. I mean, the Colts always have the Titans number. They're playing at home. Just got that big win. But at the end of the game, Rivers was looking a little shaky injury-wise. So that's something to look, look at. Um but I'm going to pick Indy here still. Listen, Phillip Rivers gets beat up every game. He looks like he just got his leg amputated, and he comes back with a prosthetic and plays better than he's ever played. So I'm going with the Colts. They played great last game. I thought they were dead to rights. They had heart and grit, came back. Phillip Rivers is a gritty quarterback. He's a gunslinger that throws more picks than anybody's ever seen, but I'm going with the Colts. It's the Colts against who? Sorry, I didn't hear that. Titans. Titans. This is such a tough decision for me, um, and I know I'm going to be burned on it, but I have to go with the Titans after last game. I mean, Derrick Henry was just too good to be stopped, so if he plays half as good this week, they're going to be they're going to be in a good position. Good position. I'll, I'll take I'll take Tennessee. I'll take Tennessee. I think that they're a um, a solid team front to back, even though they lost Jan Brown for the season there at the linebacker position. Um, the Colts defense, uh, it's been a little bit iffy, you know, the past few weeks, uh, it has been the number one defense that started out with, they'll take Tennessee and what'll be a good game. All right. Next we get the Browns and the Jags. I get the Browns, but I really hope the Jags win because watching Baker celebrate and do whatever against the Eagles was just had kind a, of embarrassing. a pace in my mouth. So go yeah, Jags. That shit's kind of embarrassing, honestly. Uh, Baker Mayfield could play little kids and celebrate like he's a world beater. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the Browns, but like Nolan said, fuck Baker Mayfield. Also, real quick, though, the the Jacks have been playing really well the last couple of weeks, so definitely not out of the question. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to go with the Browns also. Um, I know just from my personal standpoint that there's no way the Jaguars are going to win a game all season just because they have to keep the pressure on the Jets. They only have one one win, and the Jets have nothing. So eventually they're going to supersede the Jets for that pick. Um, but I don't think it's going to be this week. Or I think this week is going to continue. So I'm taking the Browns here. Um, I'll, take, I'll take Cleveland as well. Jacksonville sucks um, front to back. Um, uh, I, you do have to watch out that Denzel Ward will be at a couple weeks, their top corner uh, for Cleveland. All right. Uh, next, we have the Panthers at the Vikings. It's a little tough 
Um, but the Panthers, they really surprised me last week. And the Vikings did also, but in the wrong ways. So I want to pick the Panthers, I think. I think they get this dub. Hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, I am stuck between a rock and a hard place. Uh, my gut's telling me Minnesota, so I'm gonna go with Minnesota. Is McCaffrey good or is he not good? I think he's out. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Minnesota. Dalvin Cook's too fucking good. I'm going Minnesota. So I'm torn because I'm not sure if Teddy Bridgewater is gonna come back. I think he will be, but I'm not sure. So I. I mean, I'm going to have to go with the Panthers just because even with P.J. Walker, um, they were still able to win that game last week, and it was a shutout. Um, but I, I wouldn't count out Minnesota because, you know, after they got embarrassed last week, I think they're going to come out and play really well. But I'd still have to go with the Panthers. Uh, Minnesota um, has their skilled players playing out of this out of this, out of this world. Um I think that they uh, keep their season alive. I'll take the Vikings. All right, next, Raiders at the Falcons. Um, Raiders are playing very well. They're a sneaky team. Almost had the upset, like Luck almost said. Um, definitely will not be an easy out if they make the playoffs. I got the Raiders. Yeah, I got the Raiders also. They're uh, a fun team to watch, as much as it pains me to say that. Jacobs is a really great running back. Derek Carr to me is a you know so-so quarterback, but that team's got grit, man. Just like Gruden, man. Fucking Chucky up in this bitch. I got I got the Raiders. Uh, I I'm gonna take the Raiders also. Um, I really like what John Gruden is doing um, in Las Vegas, and I think that they're on the right track. So I'm gonna go with uh, Vegas. I think it's gonna be a uh, high-scoring game. I'll take uh, I'll take the Raiders. All right, next, Saints at the Broncos. Um, I'm going to pick the Saints, but I would not be shocked if the Broncos won. Um, they're playing in Denver. You saw how they played last week. And obviously, Taysom Hill's there, so definitely a possibility. Yeah, Mr. Hill is an interesting player because he's such a great athlete. Uh, I think you could put him in just about any position and he'd probably succeed. Besides, like, I don't know, D-line. Um, fun player to watch. Fuck the Broncos. I'm still pissed they came back against the Dolphins. Uh, but I got the Saints. I agree with you. I think the Dolphins, or not the Dolphins, the, uh, the Broncos, what they did against the Dolphins was an anomaly last week. And I think the Saints are really good um, on both sides of the ball. And I think that even with Drew Brees out, uh, they can weather, weather the storm. And I'm going to take the Saints. Uh, before I pick this game, a uh, fun question. Who leads the NFL in sacks? Anyone know? I honestly have uh, no idea. Saints, baby. Trey Hendrickson. Uh, wow. the New Orleans Saints. 6'5". Defensive end. 27 draft, 2017 draft pick out of FAU. Nine and a half sacks. What, uh, I was going to say, what's the number? Okay. He, uh, the one thing about the Saints, which is interesting, at the end of this year, in a compressed cap, they are $94 million over the cap next year. So that's going to have to be the biggest cap miracle of all time. The Eagles are the second most over team, around $45 million over the cap. But, I mean, it's just a Hail Mary to get under. So this is the Saints season to win. Um, uh, the Saints are better players, I think, on both sides of the ball. I'll take New Orleans. All right, next, Niners at the Rams. Um, I'm going to pick the Rams here. Yeah, me too. I got the Rams. The Rams have let me down on a bunch of games after they play really well. They play terribly the next week, but I just can't go against them right now, so i got to take the Rams. Uh, I'll take the Rams. They're playing good football and uh, some really great game planning by Sean McVay. All right, next, uh, you got the Chiefs at the Bucks. Um, watching the Bucks Monday Night Football, I have no clue why I would pick them to beat the Chiefs. So. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't count it out. Uh, well, I'm counting the Raiders it out. are a much the Raiders are a much better team than the Bucks, so that that pressure that they put on the Chiefs was 
not really comparable to the Bucks. I still got the Chiefs in this one, but uh, Tom Brady's one of those guys who has the conqueror's mentality, and he'll take down whoever he can just to get what he wants. So I wouldn't be surprised if he has a fantastic game, but I still think that the Chiefs pull it out. The safe bet is the Chiefs, and I have to go with them. But when you look at what Tom Brady has done after being embarrassed this year, just from that first game of the season, and then the next game he comes out and he, he demolishes. And then, the, you know, last couple weeks ago when he got blown out against the Saints, came out the next week and did really well. So I think that he's going to end up playing really well. And I think they have a good shot to win, but the safe bet is the Chiefs, so I have to take the Chiefs. Uh, I, I will take... Um, I will take the team wearing red in this game. Um, Undefeated. Bold. Bold. <laughs> what shade, though? What shade are you? You're about to find that in one second because Tampa Bay was going to get Ali Marpet back. But you look at the Bucks this year, and to me, and I, I've been thinking, what, what are they missing? And you look at Tom Brady throughout the year. They he He's had players like Kevin Falk for in that case, like nine, ten seasons. That scat back, Danny Woodhead, James White, Shane Vereen, Stephen Ridley, uh, Deion Lewis. And the Bucks don't have that. Ronald Jones is a good big back. Um, he, he can catch a little bit out of the backfield, but he's really, a, you know, he's a running back. He's a first, second, that running back. For when that fucking sucks. Um, and they're missing that. And you, and you look for that, and Brady's getting clocked. It's almost like the predictable either screen to the outside or throwing a deep down the field. That is the, what he's missing. And unless a Keyshawn Vaughn can come up and play that role, um, that's that's something that the Bucks. That, that's what Brady needs. That's what his whole career has been about is, okay, you're going to put two safeties over the top. You're going to drop back. I'm going to give it to the running back. He's going to break a tackle, and it's going to be 25 yards. Um, and, and the Bucks have not had that this year. So I'm going to take Kansas City. All right. Next, we got Sunday Night Football. We got the Bears, the Packers. Uh, I'm picking the Pack. Be easy. Yep. Go, Pack, go. I don't think it's easy because the Packers have let me down so many times this year. And they just struggle when they shouldn't struggle at all. Um, I'm going to go with the Packers, but I'm definitely going to regret it. Um, go, Pack, go. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it'll be easy. It's a divisional game on Monday Night Football, especially this divisional game of Packers Bears. Um, but the Bears' offense is uh, m- miserable to say the to say the least. So I'll take Green Bay. All right, and last but not least, Monday Night Football: the Seahawks at the Eagles. Um, <laughs> I really wish this wasn't on Monday Night. <laughs> it's gonna ruin my whole mood for the week. Um, Hey, you know, nothing would be more Eagles in 2020 than, than winning this game. Um, but I got the Seahawks, and I know, like, the, I, I, I picked against the Eagles once this whole year, and they almost won that game against Pittsburgh. So we'll see what happens. Uh, rain, shine, sleet, snow, desert or wetlands. Like- the Seahawks are still winning this game, baby. What, what you can if, play it underwater. Santa shows up, if Santa shows up and he's black, the Eagles will win. <laughs> That's it. He could um, be a woman. They, they, there's your episode title right there, Black Santa. <laughs> black Santa, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Nolan, I'm sorry because this is a brutal game to put on Monday Night Football. Um, unless a miracle happens, which very well could. Thanksgiving miracle. Um, you know um if there's any time for carson wentz who leads the nfl in both interceptions and fumbles to turn it around against a seahawk defense which really doesn't have much of a pass rush they have veteran linebackers experienced linebackers the griffin brothers weak secondary um as we know the eagles have left uh you know a lot to be desired out on the field this year uh, I'm going to take them in an upset. This is my upset pit of the week. Um, <laughs> they're in Philadelphia. It's Monday night. Miracles happen. This could be the thing. that This division's wide open where the Eagles at 3-6-1 and one, are leading the division. Um, sometimes it just takes one game to kind of turn it around for them to go, you know, in this case, you know, 6-9-1 and, and and wrap that thing up. I love the look. <laughs> the mass crusader. Who would I know? 
about coming on the squad. Hey, it's definitely possible though. They they got a really booty defense, the Seahawks. So, but they always struggle against mobile quarterbacks, and Huss is obviously one of the best out there. So, we'll see. Yeah. So yeah, that's this week. Uh, what do we got next? What's on the plate? Uh, Cain and Abel, baby. Who? Abel. Oh, Abel. <laughs> uh, I'll say that for the last. Um, but uh, all right, then Wonder Woman. No, 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 no. Like say that last uh, on like the Grammys thread. Um, well, so, yeah. If you want to really talk about what's on the plate, this year's Thanksgiving is going to be interesting <laughs> because it's a. You know, I would say minimized attendance for a lot of people around around the country. Not, you know, my family, of course. Fuck Cuomo. Um, here in Florida. Uh, so I, I think it'll be the, you know, the sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows on top. Maybe some broccoli kugel. Um, as well, of course, you know, the general turkeys and all that fun stuff. But I'm going to try to but keep it a little bit know, lighter. Uh, Jenny Craig, Thanksgiving meal be. Come on. <laughs> uh, I, I had a blowout breakfast, blowout lunch, and a, you know, moderately blowout dinner. So, not happy with my diet today. All right. Do you cook? Um, I, I do. Sometimes. Now, for this Thanksgiving, no, because you know, I'm with the family and all that stuff. But, you know, general for myself, sometimes I'll do it. I'll do some nice dishes. Um. Uh, I did this thing during the pandemic with the family that one one week and one day a, a week I would cook and basically I would have somebody close their eyes and point their finger at a map and I would make a dish from that country. So the first one was Saudi Arabia. So I made al from that. And then, oh, I, wow. then we had Germany. Then we had the Ivory <laughs> Coast. That was not easy. <laughs> so I try to do that every week. It keeps you kind of on your feet. So you, I do one week, you know, you hit the map. The problem with the map is then you're going to end up with fucking Russia, China, you know, a larger country. And, and then right. another week, you just do the do a mix of the flags. This way, it's almost like, you know, the House and the Senate, right? You kind of have that compromise here. Sure. Well, so yeah. how, how do you know how to make these things? Like from like Saudi Google. Arabia, let's say. Google? I mean, that's it. Well, Al-Caps, it's, it's basically a, a nice way of saying fucking chicken and rice. Um, that's like half the fucking countries. It's either like spiced fish or chicken or rice, but, um, you know, I'll, I'll have, you know, recipes and I'll try to follow it somewhat, maybe make a, a small adjustment, stuff like that. This one was a nice one cause it was in the Dutch oven, a, a big thing, um, out there with a lot of spices. Um, but it depends, you know, I, I choose which, uh, which dish to cook. So makes it fun. You all cook? Sounds good. I do. I cook, and then I throw it out. All right, yeah, so back to my uh, little Grammys thing. Um, So today the Grammys, Grammy nominations came out. um, And uh, interesting, very interesting. Um, I mean, we've been talking about it in past episodes. I mean, especially Nick, he's a very, very (laughs) pro-Grammy. I love the Grammys, baby. <laughs> Fuck the Grammys, God fucking damn it! That piece nice. of shit award show. My bad. So, uh, what were you so uh, yeah, I I mean, uh, regarding like the popular stuff, I mean, nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, I know Post is up there for album of the year. I think record or song of the year too. Um, there's some stuff here and there. I'm not sure if you guys care that much, but a big thing that I wanted to talk about was just how grossly devastating and unfair and just it just it's, it just doesn't make sense on why Abel um aka The Weeknd was snubbed not even of just a win but one nomination and he was not nominated whatsoever um it's just it's just stupid and apparently there's a report that's out which I I it would make a lot of sense to me um is the reasoning I think behind it is because he pretty much had a dilemma with the Grammys where he either had to perform for the Grammys or the Super Bowl, and he chose chose the Super Bowl, obviously, and because of that, they snubbed him. So it would make sense. I don't know if it's true, but, I mean, if it is, like, that's all you need to know about Slash Awards. So All I got to say is... 
just about every single award show is a complete fallacy on who is the best in that category. Um, I think the people who are on the panel for the Grammy should be uh, sent to the gallows. I think that award show should be sent to the gallows. I think everybody that owns a Grammy should just follow uh, Kanye's footsteps and just piss on him um, because there's no merit to him anymore. Yeah, the best part is Kanye did that. If you didn't know, he went on a whole rampage on um, trying to get their artist masters for their work. And uh, during that, he uh, pissed on his Grammy. And that occurred, I think, in August or September. And he got gra- he got nominated for another Grammy. <laughs> so he's just like, yo, look at him. <laughs> Start doing that with the Oscars. All right. Speaking of the Oscars, uh, actually, I'm not even gonna say anything. Kyle, Kyle, what's what's going on with Wonder Woman? So, uh, in a stunning move, Wonder Woman, which was supposed to be released in, I think it was Christmas, um, did not follow the path of all the other blockbusters. So, most blockbusters um, that were scheduled for this year have moved to 2021 because obviously. Most of the theaters are shut down around the world, and the ones that are not shut down are seeing very low traffic. Um, But instead, in a surprise move, uh, Wonder Woman is actually going to be released on HBO Max for free. So it's not even like what uh, Mulan did with uh, Disney Plus, where they released on Disney Plus for $30. Um, You can buy them. Um, This is free for HBO Max users, which is kind of crazy because... This is, it's a huge, huge movie that was going to make over a billion dollars. And the fact that they're, they're now releasing it for free online, I mean, free, you know, after you pay for the HBO Max subscription. But, I mean, it's still crazy because how many people are going to buy HBO Max? That's what I want to know. Like, it's not going to be that many. And they're not going to make nearly as much money as they would have made if they released in theaters. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think the people who are executives at these big studios are completely jaded from reality and what people actually want to see, number one. But number two, I think it's a big mistake because they should have just waited it out, waited COVID out, no matter how long it takes, Mm -hmm. because their thinking was it wasn't going to generate as much interest because they waited so long and they already had advertised it. But you can just run that ad again when t- when the time comes before the theatrical right. release. And you're going to make literally double the money that you would make on HBO Max. I don't know what the subscription numbers are on HBO Max. I saw them the other day, but my tiny brain can't remember what they are. So, so it's so, 8.5 million um, right now. That's it? Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I kind of just feel like they're throwing the movie away. They put all this time into it. They paid these actors all this all this money. They're not even going to make a quarter of what they used to make the movie. Right. I don't know. These Fuck Hollywood. That's You're my rant. Fuck Hollywood. Right. Fuck the Grammys. The thing that, that sucks, too, for, um, for Disney Plus, or for, for um, not Disney Plus, for HBO Max, is you have, this is your biggest movie of your biggest franchise, because DC is supposed to be their biggest franchise. And all the movies are interconnected. So you're going to have so many people that don't see Wonder Woman 2, and then what are they going to do with the next time you know Wonder Woman comes out, or even another DC movie comes out? They're going to say, "Well, I didn't see the other one, so I'm not going to see this one." Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I don't know. I, I think we're in a strange. Hollywood's in a very strange place right now because I think people are finally deciding to wake up and realize that they're just putting out you know what they want, what they think is going to make money. And it's just not working, and they're compromising in the wrong areas, in my opinion. Um, I mean, I think they were, people got scared off after Christopher Nolan released Tenet, and that had horrible numbers, and didn't even make. I, I don't even know if it made a quarter of of what it was used to, what was used to make the movie. So, I, I COVID has changed a lot of things, but I think throwing things on streaming services to compromise is a horrible decision. On that, I mean, I mean, yeah, I think that these guys are stuck kind of between a rock and a hard place, right? You, the, it's not like we're like, oh, we're just gonna launch this movie next month. These things have been 
you know, prepared for years and years, and then they reach the point now where they kind of have to make money. They see a small void in it. I, I, I'd prefer in theaters. You know, that's just how um, uh, I, I prefer to watch media, uh, specifically the big movies. But um, I guess they have to do what they have to do. They'll, they'll take... Um, They'll, they'll take the losses here, and I think that they'll eventually see that that's kind of the preferred way to uh, initially launch these um, these films. But Hollywood is um, having a rough go of it on that end. Now, on the real estate side, home sales are through the roof. Los Angeles single-family homes have, have gone up dramatically year over year. Wow. Just get a single-family home in L.A. and just pair it with a Persian rug, and I guarantee you move out there in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish I was grandfathered in through fucking Prop 13 that we bought it pre-1978. Do you guys know any idea what I'm talking about? Yeah, no. I just read up on it last night. <laughs> oh, sweet. And for those of you that don't know, um, it's actually a very exciting and important law. In 1978... Um, there was a law that passed in California that said that any of your property, they cannot raise the property tax more than 2% year over year. So you basically have these people who bought these homes in Santa Monica for basically nothing, right? And then today, obviously, they're much more expensive because the tax, and then the taxes are what you pretty much paid for in 78 or pre that. It only could raise 2% a year. So you have these multi million dollar homes, and these people are paying like three and a half grand in taxes. And part of the reason why homes are so expensive in California. All right. So, uh, <laughs> uh, and with that fantastic little back, look, you're going to go on random shares, man. I don't know how you do it every week, but you just. I, I, do got, I do got one shout out. I got one, one quick shout out here. All right, what do you got? All right, so in, they're still counting a few of the U.S. House races uh, for the election, including in New York, which completely fucked up its election system. And in New York 22, they actually lost the ballots, and then they mixed them in with ones already counted. So a huge mess. But I want to talk about the Iowa 2nd District. It's a battle between Republican Marionette Miller-Meeks and Democrat Rita Hart. Now, the reason I'm talking about this race in Iowa, a state that I've not been to, but hopefully will be next year for the Field of Dreams game between the Yankees and White Sox, um, is that Republican Marionette Miller-Meeks currently leads Rita Hart by 196,880 votes to 196,841 votes for a grand difference of 39 votes for a U.S. House seat. Now, they're doing a recount now in which the Hart campaign has said that they found reportedly, guess what, 39 fraudulent votes that should be changed in the recount, which would result... In a tie. So this Ooh. district may be decided by coin flip. Wow. Go with Tails, B. Tails in the face. Uh, just hope it lands on its side, B. <laughs> 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 All right. So after that, I'm going to end with that. Um, so as always, make sure you guys uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Put the Shock in. And uh, subscribe wherever you listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Um, Thursday, so happy Thanksgiving. Good luck with the football and food and whatever luck it says. Um, and yeah, <laughs> so uh, we'll see you next week. And yeah. Enjoy. Peace.